Okay, so again, we're coming to hopefully the end of the book. So uh, uh, the book of Hosea and the Old Testament, again, uh, one of those books that was uh, given to the Northern Kingdom as far as uh, a wake-up call, right? The idea of, you know, God and his people. His people is the bride that went astray and followed other gods and followed other uh, husbands and left her own husband. So coming to uh, that with, with starting the book with, uh, with the Lord asking uh, Hosea, the prophet, to take and take, to go and take your, take for yourself uh, a harlot as a wife and get, you know, uh, children. And, and, and this is the reflection of how, uh, how it feels towards God's uh, when when his people are leaving him and going after their own needs, their own uh, everything. And then the whole book is, as we said before, the whole book is is that uh, uh, the, 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 the fact itself of what's happening, the idea of why God is revealing that to them, like this is your problem. Your problem is you're trusting yourself more than trusting me. Your problem is that you are thinking that everything that you have is your own, while it is me who gave you the wine and the oil and uh, and the wheat, right, and and everything. So why would you leave? Why would you leave? And then, as we said from the last uh, few chapters, 11, 12, and thirteen is more of that um, that. Uh, uh, um, discipline, right? The chastisement for his people to bring them back again, to bring them back. Remember 12, 13, and also 14, we, we were talking about the idea of God. Remember God's mercy in the past, God's discipline in the future, and God's promise, God's discipline in the present, and then God's uh, promises in the future. God's promises in the future. So we're still 13 of 13 is mainly a continuation of that. We're going to go through it of the of the discipline that that God is is uh, asking and 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 allowing uh, them to go through, and then we'll we'll move on to again to the the as I said the grand finale of the whole book, which is chapter 14. Chapter 14 is amazing, amazing chapter. So uh, that's why we we will will spend you know hopefully. Uh, just go through 13 again because it's kind of more of a the same message and then go on to uh, chapter 14 but let's do let's read first of all chapter 13 as the text itself and then we shall uh, see what what's there and how we can actually uh, clarify if there's anything else needs to be to be clarified in this so um, Hosea chapter 13 Hosea chapter 13 Where's one with that? That's fine. If it doesn't want to share, you have your book, so you have your Bible with you, right? So let's try this one more time here. Mm 
Okay, let's do it this way. It doesn't want the other one for some reason. Okay, Hosea 13. Let's read it, read the chat, read the text, and then we'll go through it and see uh, where are we at with, with all this. Remember that. Last time we were talking about Ephraim as the one who was eating what? Air, right? Eating the air, right? Feeding on the air, feeding on the air. And knowing of the idea of that, you know, this is not going to get you anywhere and uh, will, will makes you more actually more hungry and more frustrated. So, so Let's start from 13, go through the text, and then uh, I want to immediately, to be honest with you, jump into 14 right away. So when Ephraim spoke, there was trembling. He was exalted in Israel, but he incurred guilt through Baal and died. So again, Ephraim here is representative of, of Israel in general, right? Or the metaphor is anybody who actually is leaving God and going after his own or her own mindset. So when Ephraim spoke, there was trembling because at one point Ephraim was very, very strong. It was very strong. Ephraim mean, actually means fruitful. So he's supposed to be fruitful, supposed to be, to be the reason and the glory of Israel, right? So when he spoke, there was trembling. But again, you know, that didn't continue, didn't uh, stay like this forever. Why? Because all of what we've been talking about since we started Hosea, because they left God and went to their own uh, needs. And now they sin more and more and make for themselves metal images. Again, the idea, you see, the revealing and exposing the, 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 the flaws and the, and the mistakes. Again, they make for themselves metal images. Here, actually, it goes more of metal images, not just images. Why is that? You know, this is, it, it, it's a sign for what? When they start to make the images from metal, not just from wood. Sign of? Prosperity, signs or sign, sign of actually they are actually doing good. So they are they are working on metal, working on silver, working on gold, not just you know a small uh, worthless wood image. No, they're actually putting more effort in what they have. So that's why specifically uh, the 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 made for themselves metal images, skillfully made of their silver. Of all them, the work of craftsmen, it is said of them, those who offer human sacrifices kiss scalps. I mean, again, you know, they are they are using even human sacrifices more and more as part of their. So it just it, it portrays again the total corruption, the total uh, uh, actual state uh, and status of them as they are giving themselves more and more reasons to stay away from God. Again, remember from as we started from 11, it's more and more of the warnings, right? Be careful, be careful, be careful. But as you can see, the more they are hearing warnings, the more they are what? Leaving, right? More they are leaving. Therefore, they shall be like the morning mist. And now God, as, as he started before in Hosea, giving several metaphor about what's gonna happen to them, right? So again, remember he, he talked one time about the morning mist. If you remember that, what did he say about the morning mist? That there, what is like the morning mist? Their love, right? In verse in, in chapter six, I believe, when they said, Let us come back to the Lord and said, Look, what should I do with you, Ephraim? Right? Your love is like the morning mist, it disappears right away. So it's not lasting. It's not lasting. So here he brings that in a different way. Therefore, they shall be like the morning mist. Or like the dew that goes early away, like the chaff that swells from the threshing floor, or like smoke from a wind. <laughs> He's actually doing what to them? 
instead of like destroying them, right? Like you're gonna be nothing. You're gonna be nothing. You're gonna be like a dew. You're gonna be like a like a morning mist. You're gonna be like a chaff, like smoke. You're nothing. Although again, it starts with what Ephraim spoke. There was trembling. See the contradiction, the 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 the, the paradox. Right? You think of yourself that you are the glory of Israel, but you know, to me, I can just you know, with a snap of my finger, you can be like a smoke in the window. <laughs> But I am the Lord your God from the land of Egypt. You know no God but me, and besides me, there is no savior. Okay, so again, declaring or like remembering this is this is what you're dealing with, right? And although you are making silver images and you're making, you know, you know, making your, your craftsmen working on the best thing ever, but that doesn't change the fact that I am the Lord, right? It doesn't change the fact. The more and more we are holding on to any other things to, and the more and more we are finding our security and our identity in ourselves in no matter how precious that is, the fact doesn't change. The fact doesn't change. We we're talking about this with the college kids yesterday on campus about the, the spectrum of truth, right? Truth is Christ, right? You can start to, 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 bring other ideas and other thoughts and see you know the, the idea of okay the truth to you is not the same truth to me it is it is all uh relative and all this stuff but we're just trying to to avoid trying to avoid here he brings it in a very very clear way but i am the lord your god from the land of egypt you know no god but me it was i who knew you in the wilderness in the land of drought Back again, like remember, it was me. But when they had grazed, they become they became full. This is so so interesting, right? When they became grazed, when they are being fed, they became what full. You see the reflection of that? Like when I'm giving you something, and then you know you thought of yourself that okay, now I'm I'm, I'm something, and then what you would you do? You turn away. You turn away. It's again, again and again, again, the same message, the same message of this is what happened to you. I will see later on when we go, when we get to chapter 14, why is he's very much actually pointing out this in a very strong way, right? Because as you will see later on, this is a key when they know that this is what went wrong, right? And then when he comes back again in chapter 14, he says, well, now I'm calling you, come you know where and how to come, where to start from, right? Have you ever had this, this, this feeling before? Like, you know, a lot of times I hear it and sometimes I, I go through it myself. Like things are not really the way it's supposed to be. And then you go like, I have no idea where to start from, right? Like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. You know, things are wrong and, and it's just overwhelming and I don't know where to start from, right? So the repetition here of the fact that they actually are, very, you know, independent of God and very depending on themselves and on their own glory and their own wheat and wine and everything is actually he's helping them. Like, I'm telling you, here is your problem, right? I'm telling you, here's your problem. Lots of times God is trying to help us, but because we are not able to listen or we don't like what we listen, we are missing the opportunity, right? Lots of times God is trying to help us, but because we want, we don't want to listen or we don't like what we're hearing, 
we're missing the opportunity to come back. Exactly, if you are driving or hiking or doing whatever, right? And you kind of get lost and there's a sign there for you, but you don't like the sign. <laughs> it's not the way I expect the signs should be in this part of the world. Okay, ignore the sign. Just don't come back again and say, you know what, I'm lost. So if we look at things from that perspective, things start, as we said early on, it makes much, much, much more sense of life in general. When you look at things that are happening to us as a call, a wake-up call, a sign, that's exactly what he's doing here. Again and again and again. You did this, you did this, you did this. Like, okay, it's enough. I heard. <laughs> no, you didn't hear. Why? Because till that time, you're not coming back. And that's why when we come to chapter 14, it's actually for the other generation, because for them, it was gone already. Sad. As big and as beautiful and as, as loving the, the chapter 14 is, that the, the sad thing about it is it's for the future. As if at one point, that's it. That's it. You missed all the opportunities. You missed all the alarms and everything. And it's not for you anymore. It's not for you anymore. Very, very hard to, 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 to think this way. Right? But when they had grazed, they became full. They were filled and their heart was lifted up. Therefore, they forgot me. <laughs> the text is so strong and it doesn't need anything. Like it's right there. Right? It's very convicting, very convicting for all of us. When they had grazed, they became full. They were filled and their heart was lifted up. Therefore, they forgot me. So I am to them like a lion, <laughs> like a leopard. I will lurk beside the way. And then goes on to like, like a bear robbed of her cubs out here. See the metaphor of several three things like that beast that's coming. But again, coming to do what? With another message, another, with another sign. Right? He destroys you, Israel, for you are against me, against your helper. Where now is your king to save you in all your cities? Remember, the first thing that they wanted is they wanted a what for, for themselves? A king. Remember that? Like, we want a king like everybody else. And he gave them whom? Saul. So he is saying, what? I give you a king in my anger, and I took him away in my wrath. <laughs> it's sarcastic in a way, right? Like, you wanted a king? Okay, I'll give you a king. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to take him away from you. So you learn not to depend on your king. Right? And, and again, as I'm reading this, I think it's very, very easy to kind of uh, relate this to our own lives. Right? Yes. 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 See, in, in the original it says, I will destroy. So that's where the thing is kind of like, you know, gets like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's in the first in the first uh, first person. Yes. So I don't know why. Again, this is this is things when you when it gets kind of confusing. But in the original, it's the first person. Shahatika, I did that for you. I 
I destroy the U.S. Ah. Ah. It goes back and forth between ah. the Hebrew and the Greek and the English and all those things. And then it's it's kind of uh, uh, you know somehow you you you're not quite sure who's talking to. But then that's why again the original is is clear here that I have done this to you, right? Which goes along with the same flow of the text, right? I gave you a king. The iniquity of Ephraim is bound up, his sin is kept in store. What does that mean? The iniquity of Ephraim is bound up, his sin is kept in store. Bound up or kept in store to be hidden? No, <laughs> to be what? To be stored, <laughs> right? To be stored, like to be saved, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> Everything that you've done is, is here, yes. Right. And again, all this is building up to what's going to happen next chapter, right? So as 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 harsh that is, but then when you read chapter fourteen, you see like, wow, wow, there's nothing other than love that will do that. Right. And here, by the way, he is just stating what facts, right? Facts based on reality, their own reality. Yes. And then goes on to 14, 14 actually, you know, there's, there's a, a kind of like a, because this is what St. Paul used in, 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 in 1 Corinthians when he talks about the power of, of the resurrection. I shall ransom them from the power of Sheol. I shall redeem them from death. Oh, death, where are you plagued? Oh, Sheol, where are your sting? Compassion is hidden from my eyes. So some people are saying actually here, he's not saying this in a victorious style, but he's saying this in more of a, of an anger towards death. Like death, you're not gonna run away from me. But St. Paul used it as symbol of victory, right? Same thing as you were talking about, about uh, from Egypt, I called my son. The, 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 the text itself, the context that out of Egypt, the people of Israel are coming out of the slavery. And then St. Matthew used it in the literal way, but again, the, the 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 reason behind it again that Christ coming out of Egypt representing what humanity, right? So all humanity is coming out of Egypt, fleeing Egypt, the the land of 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 slavery into this, right? So it, it's interesting when you look at again how the Spirit is using the same text, right? Here it is actually more of there is you know death is not going to run away from me, right? Yeah. The Saint Paul is using it as a Sign of victory. That's what we repeat throughout the 50 joyful days, right? Though he may flourish among the among his brothers, the east wind, back again to the east wind, remember? The east wind, the wind of the Lord shall come, rising from the wilderness, and his fountain shall dry up. His spring shall be parched. It shall strip his treasury of every precious thing. You see, again, kind of like very what? Very consistent, right? This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen, right? Samaria shall bear her guilt because she has rebelled against her God. And now he's talking, it's very interesting now that, that he, he, he changed the, 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 the pronoun to whom? To her. Why her? Why back again to her? The why? Exactly. Going back again to the beginning of the, of the book, right? That Israel is that wife that prostitute that went out and did this and this and this and this and this, right? So here brings it back again that 
Samaria is that, you know, same person in a way. Samaria shall bear her guilt because she has rebelled against the God. They shall fall by the sword. The little one shall be dashed in pieces and the pregnant woman ripped open. This is actually literally what happened. When Assyria came and when they, when they were uh, under the siege and under the, the captivity, that, that Assyrian was really, really cruel, really cruel. So this is exactly literally what happened. Because they don't want people to come. They don't want babies to be born. They don't want life for the, for the, for the, for the nation. So they will literally, you know, dash the, the, the babies in pieces and, and open the, 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 the wombs, of the, the, the tummies of the pregnant women and so forth. Very, very cool. Very cool. But again, he said, you know, you call it for yourself, right? So this with, with chapter, the end of chapter 13, and that's why I'm going through it, is again, the summary of God's discipline, right? What will happen to them, right? Why? Because again, he told them before this, hundred times before, come to me and they don't want to come, right? Don't depend on yourself. Don't depend on your own uh, everything. But you still did it. So this is what can happen to you. Right. And then going to chapter 14, again, you see, you see the beauty of how God is actually calling back. But again, as beautiful as that is, the sad part, again, that this didn't happen to that generation. Right. So this is, as we're saying, this is the future promise, the future promise, which is for us now. Right. And for them, that was for their next and next and next and next and coming generation for them. So let's see here how, how God is, is willing to and, and, and dealing with that. And what does he say? Again, after all that harsh texts uh, in the beginning, we'll see how, and you tell me, you see how the, the tone is totally different now. Any questions about till now before, before I move on with, with, with chapter 14? Any, any questions? Yes, Julian. We were talking about yeah, with verse four. Okay. It says, you know, no God but me. But they knew a person. It's like pressure to stop It's one of those moments where he actually again in the midst of all what's happening, he brings back again the 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 who he is as a reminder, as kind of like a as we were saying, like the truth, right? Here's the standard, here's your reference point. Right, the reference point that I am the God. Right, at one point here, because before that he was talking that I who was the one who took you out of the wilderness and did that. At one point they were actually following that. Right, but then they start to rebel. Right, as he says. So at one. Right. Yes. Yes. So this is this is again this is how I started even my relationship with you from the beginning. Right. Where it says that, you know, remember Israel, your God is one, right? The Shema, right? From the beginning, that's how God started that relationship with them. I am God and no other gods beside me. So here he's bringing this reference point again. Like here, I'm not just, you know, making up things. I'm not just being uh, uh, injustice with you or unjust with you, but I'm actually saying that I've told you this is, this is, the, this is the standard. And here's where you're at right now. Okay. Honestly, you reminded me of something that's very important, uh, Juliana, which is, you know, in our liturgical services, right? When we pray the creed, right? 
and 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 things again you know started to really kind of slow down with that since the last two weeks why because it's very very important the creed is our standard when you come up front and and say out loud we believe in one god right it's the same situation like do really <laughs> really does my life reflect that i believe in one god how about this and this and this right? so when you go through the text of 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 the of the creeds and as you're seeing it you're actually reflecting on that not just declaring gathir right and it's very very important that's why you know you know most that's what i've been doing actually with the catechism classes is the catechism classes that i have is basically based on the creed just take the creed one point at a time and 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 reflect this in the orthodox faith what does that mean why because that's that's our creed that's our standard right from from the first word and 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 next time you're you're in service when you say we believe in one god just take a moment and ask me like really <laughs> or is it i'm just one time we were discussing the creed with the, i think it was the high schoolers i think at same Mary's in a retreat or something and i was asking them what is the creed to you or it was on campus i think last year a couple of years ago and he said just a text but it's not a prayer can we uh, do we think of the creed as a prayer it's worth you know a moment of, of, of reflection and thinking right that's why you know uh, uh kevin i know you guys do that you know uh, the, the the eastern orthodox are very 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 right kevin very strict on teaching the kids the creed before they sleep right We take it so light. We take it so light. That creed is that's why we, we we have the church now, right? And it's exactly what what God is talking about here in Hosea. Okay, you've done this and this and this, but here is the statement. Right? I think we 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 need to reflect more on the creed. Read it more. Pray it more. Change it to a prayer, not a text. Not just part of the prayer, part of the liturgical service. Right. And each time, you know, again, each each time you say it, take one point. Right? What does it mean? Does it really? Do I really believe in that? When I say, "Amen," I believe. Right? Does it? Does my life, my action, my thoughts? Maybe I'm struggling with something. Maybe I'm disagreeing with something. Right? But just don't take it light. Don't take it light. Return, O Israel, to the Lord your God, for he has stumbled because of your iniquity. Take with you words and return to the Lord. Say to him, take away all iniquity, accept what is good, and we will pay with bulls the vows of our lips. Assyria shall not save us. We will not ride on horses, on horses and we will say no more our God. To the work of our hands. In you the orphan finds mercy. I will heal their apostasy. I will love them freely. For my anger has turned from them. I will be like the dew to Israel. Remember we were just saying you are like the dew. That's the, 
See, the text is amazing. I will be like the dew to Israel. He shall blossom like the, the, like the lily. He shall take root like the trees of Lebanon. His shoots shall spread out. His beauty shall be like the olive and his fragrance like Lebanon. They shall return and dwell beneath my shadow. They shall flourish like the green. They shall blossom like the vine. Their fame shall be like the wine of Lebanon. O Ephraim, what have I to do with idols? Remember before he said, O Ephraim, what have I do, to do with? With you. Okay. But again, this is the, the future. What have I to do with idols? It is I who answer and look after you. I am like an evergreen cypress. From me comes your fruit. From me comes your fruit. Whoever is wise, let him understand these things. Whoever is discerning, let him know them. For the ways of the Lord are right, and the upright walk in them, but transgressors stumble in them. See why I said it's Gentile? Can you sense that? <laughs> the fireworks? <laughs> what do you think? I want to hear from you first. Because the text is, is beyond. What do you think? Take a minute and read it. Return, O Israel, to the Lord your God, for you have stumbled because of your iniquity. Feel free, you guys, to unmute yourself and share anything. Hmm. Okay. Say again. Another chance. Another chance. Yes. Yes. Come back. Come back. But again, the sad thing that they didn't have this chance. This particular people. So now the text is is beyond the time into what into the reader. Now, right. To the reader now, whoever is reading this at any time. Right? What else? Well, it actually kind of reminded me of like Proverbs. Like, don't look ahead the same thing that Solomon wrote with Jude. Like, understand, discern. The last verse. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Perfect, perfect, exactly. It's actually as they say in, in the Hebrew here, it's like a mashal, which is methal, like like a like a parable, like a like an actual parable, like a proverb, exactly. Not only that, we'll get to this point. They actually by 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 you're you're jumping ahead, but let's let's say it now. By by closing the book with this verse, what does it mean? That the whole book is like what? Pro, pro, parable, like a proverb, right? So he's saying. Because remember, he said before, he said, why my people, what happened to them? Destroyed because of lack of knowledge, right? And he ends by, 
it is wisdom and knowledge. That's what brings it back. We'll, we'll talk more about this. What else? Yes, James. So, yeah, is, um, when God is talking to me, are these people still believing in God, but yet still doing their own thing, or, or have they completely turned away from God and don't believe in Him yes. and are just doing something different? Right. Because I'm trying to think, you know, because I never. I don't know if I consciously think it or not, but a lot of times, like in Hosea and like in the Old Testament, actually in the New Testament too, it talks about God's anger with us, you know, like when we're not following him, we're doing correct things. So, but you know, and, and when I'm going against God, it's like, okay, well, I still believe in God, and I still believe in Jesus, and I'm still going to church, but yeah, I do all this stuff that I know is wrong too, but I still believe in God. Yes. Yes. So is this anger are, are in Hosea, is, is he, have they completely stopped believing in God and now they're doing their own thing or do they still believe in God and they're doing their own thing? From what we've studied, so a couple of things, James, that's a very good point. From, from, from what we've been studying so far, the point is the, again, as we said several times, their main sin was what? They are not being faithful they're not being loyal they are thinking that their pride and their things are from their own right so again that's why I remember when it says that you shall no more call me Baal but you call me man my man why why is that because for them he became like another one like another master right but I said no I want you to call me the one and the only so it was a mix of everything Mix of, mix of forgetting, mix of mixing, mix of, uh, of, of believing in their own selves, everything. Everything. And it all stems from one thing from the beginning, which is what you are going away from me. You're trusting in yourself. You forgot that what you have, I am the one who gave you. Right? Right? As far as what's happening to them now, again, as you said, this, this particular chapter is talking in the future because literally what happened, remember, this was a prophetic book, right? It is a prophetic book. So he kept telling them, be careful, be careful. Come back unless I will come like the lion. I will come like the bear. I will, you know, I will destroy you, everything. But at one point they didn't. So that's what really what happened to them. They were called, they were taken into captivity, right? But then he restored them again. Right. But not them, but again, as we say, we know they stayed in the captivity for how many years? 70 years, 70 years in captivity. And then when Ezra and Nehemiah start, okay, let's go back again and rebuild and do all those things, not even all of them went back. Right? Imagine you are in a, in, a, in a foreign land that became your home for 70 years. And then somebody said all of a sudden, well, let's go back and build the city. Like, what city? This is my home. This is my business. This is my family. This is my language. That's why Hebrews start to be Aramaic. Because of that, the impact of the language. Right? So at one point, you read, you read Ezra and you see the numbers of people who are coming back. And you compare them with the actual number. Nothing. 
very small fraction. So that's why chapter 14 is actually that prophetic chapter about God's continuous love, but not for them because they missed the chance. Yes. James, yes. Well, yes, the more the more you're distant and the more you're not paying attention, that becomes again, as we're saying, then the abnormal becomes normal. So you normalize the wrong, right? Yeah, things right, right. Yes. yes. And that's why here you started with this, like, no, there is actually there is hope, right? Things are not gonna stay the same. People will come back, right? But the nice thing about this passage here, about the text itself, that is actually who's calling? Remember when, when in chapter six when they said, Let us come back to the Lord, and he told them what? You're not really coming. But here you see that God is actually putting the words on the or in the mouth of his people. Return, O Israel, to the Lord. Right? So he's telling them actually, you know, here is what you need to do. Right? Number one, return. Right? Return is, is that famous word, uh, shub, which is shuba, which is yatub in, in Arabic, toba. Right? Meaning actually turn, actually change direction. Change direction. Right? Hmm? Mm, I don't know. What else? I... Okay. <laughs> I'll try it again. But the idea again of, of, of returning, turn back, see? Turn back. Turn back. Right? So turning back meaning what? Again, you, you realize that you're going the wrong way, right? You re realize that there is where you're going is not going to get you where you want to be, right? So here, God is calling his people, and God is calling us, turn back, turn back to the Lord your God. And again, to the Lord your God. It's not just turn back to God or just turn back and, 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 and stop. No, it's very, very specific. Turn back. To the Lord your God. Why is that? Why is that? Not just only way, he's defining exactly who he is. Yahweh Elohika, God, your the Lord your God, right? He's not any other person, he's not any other God. No, he is yours in in the in the single. In the singular, that personal God. To start here by by single, 
talking, not general. Why? Because he's 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 saying that although he changed that into the into the plural after this, but here is very, very important. The beginning of that, this is God, your God, your personal God, which goes along with the full what line of Hosea. Again, the bride and the bridegroom. Right? So come back again to your man, remember? Come back again to your man. Return. So it's like the beginning of the of the book and the end of the book and all what happened in, in between, but this is, this is exactly what it is. Right? Come back again to your husband, right? to your God. Your as personal, not just a God somewhere. Right? I think, as we always say, this is a big part of our problem when we actually cannot understand that concept that God is my God. Right? In, in the single, return, O Israel, to the Lord your God, for you have stumbled because of your iniquities. Why? Because you stumbled. Like, okay, how long are you going to be struggling by that? I don't know, okay, so. It's not okay. Yes, definitely. definitely. And he's inviting everybody to have that personal relationship. So when he says he returned to God. And then, beautiful again, take with you words that just don't come empty. What does that mean? Take with you words. What do you think? open up let's, let's talk let's talk again not just take with you sacrifices i don't want sacrifice that's why later on it says the sacrifice of the lips is what like the the bulls the vow the vows of our lips right so i don't want sacrifice i want a personal relationship i want a personal relationship come to me and return to the lord see right Take with you words and return to the Lord. Say to him, take away all iniquity. He's, he's telling, he's like, what? You see this? He's putting words in the mouth of, of Ephraim, of Israel, right? Like, here's, I'm going to teach you how to come back. Remember when we were saying, like, okay, I don't know where to come, where to start? Okay, I'll come, I'll teach you how. I'll teach you how. Turn, and then here's what you're supposed to say. <laughs> Have you seen, like, a. Uh, an uncle with a little kid and then going to meet uh, grandma maybe and then he you know here is what you're supposed to say <laughs> if you want to be a good boy a good girl okay here's what you should say turn to the lord bring words with you and say to him <laughs> amazing i'm gonna teach you and that's exactly what the Lord said in the New Testament about the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit will teach you what to say, right? Don't worry about what to say. But again, you have to believe and you have to understand and you have to submit that I am the husband, I am the father, I am the God and no other God. Say to him, take away all iniquity, accept what is good, and we will pay with bulls the vows of our lips. We'll come to you. You want, all what you want is a sacrifice of the lips, right? Offer. In a very practical way, again, you know, throughout the day, throughout the day, when we, when we 
when we stop everything that we do and just give that one second, Lord, I love you. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Lord, where are you? Right? But that what we call those the little moment, the, lit, the, the small little moment. You turn towards God, the small little moment. Well, I'm so busy all the day and I can't do this. Well, you can find a small little moment. Bring a word and come. That's what he wants. That's what he wants. We complicate things. And we think that he will not accept anything unless I talk to him in a very formal language and, you know, no. Give me those small little moments. Return and bring words. And tell me, I said, just have mercy on me. That's it. But even that, sometimes we're not able to, to give. Yes. Yes. We'll come to it. Hold that thought. Still have a few minutes. <laughs> we'll come to that. Yes. Assyria shall not save us. Here, what's happening now? Who's who's speaking now? So in the beginning, God was telling, okay, here is what you should say. But then switch to 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 what? To us. Right to the people, right? Assyria shall not save us. We 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 know this. Again, this is in the future, so we know this from the past, right? So how can we learn from our past? Lots of times you're stuck in the past and feel so bad about the past and feel miserable about the past, but we don't use the past as a way to what to encourage us to move forward, right? We knew Ashia shall not save us. So why would I keep going back again, right? We will not try it on horses and we will say no more our God to the work of our hands. Here, okay, because Ashiria will not save us, we realize that we cannot say God to, to an idol. And declaring again, anew the orphan finds mercy. And then God will come back again and say, I will heal their apostasy. Why do you think he's using heal? Instead of I will remove or I will change or I will. What do you think of that? Taking care. Okay. Well, that's one thing. What else? Mm. Yes. yes, yes, like a disease, right? So he's bringing actually the actual reason, the actual root of the problem that it is what it's a sickness and it has to be healed. And no one will heal it other than the, the doctor, right? So why do you go to a mechanic when you have a stomach problem, right? right? Go to the 
That's Okay. Like with your point of view, like if there's um, something redeemable or something worth saving, we should use it with the chain that we still have that has a different constitution. Yes. yes, definitely, definitely, yes. Something that's that's just you know there's something much more stronger, right? Restoration, right? Is restoring the health, right? Nobody wants to stay sick, right? And also the sickness starts with starts with what? Very small little thing, and then it goes on and on and affects the whole body, right? So if I have whatever, then I can't eat, that I have a headache, then I'm not in a good mood anymore. Just everything, everything. And that's why, you know, in in in, in the church, we always say that that everything is that healing of the work of the spirit, right? So all the, 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 the practice and all the sacraments and all the mysteries is healing. That's why we call the, 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 uh, the Eucharist what? Medicine of? Medicine of what? I've said this before. Immortality. Medicine of immortality. Right? Take a medicine not to be healed only, but to do what? To be what? To live forever. But you have to reach out to the great physician, right? That's exactly what he called himself. See how the, the word even of the Lord himself, it's, it's, it's within the whole context of the scripture. So when he said that, you know, not the righteous needs, the, 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 the healthy needs a doctor or a physician, but the, the, the sinners, he's coming from that mindset, right? I will heal them. I will heal them. In Greek, I believe, and I have to check this, healing and saving has the same word, has the same meaning. So to save is to heal, right? And then he goes on with verse four, you know, okay, so what is that for about? What is that all about? What is that for, right? I will heal their apostasy, I will love them. Like really? After all what you've done in the last 14, 13 chapters, you know, I'm going to burn them, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And then you still come and say, I will love them freely. Yes. How come? Well, that's what it is. <laughs> Sometimes you can't, you can't, you can't challenge them. Right? Hmm? Yes, yes, yes. No matter, and that goes back again to Isaiah 1, right? All the body has been infected from the head to the toe. There is nothing to cure. That's exactly Isaiah 1, right? Can somebody bring it up real quick and read it? Isaiah 1. And that's why, so you see again, Hosea and Isaiah pretty much around the same time. You see that same, same, same meaning, right? 
same meaning. We just celebrated today the martyrdom of, of Isaiah in the in the, in the Coptic uh, Synaxarium. Yes, right. What does it say? Go ahead. The whole hand is sick. The whole heart is faint. And nothing, nothing. The whole body is sick. There is no hope. But no, there is hope. I will heal you. Yahweh Rafa. Rafa is to is to is to heal. And as we said before, in in, in Arabic, Yarfi means to to bend together, to mend together, to bring pieces together. Right? So you're collecting not only the sickness, but the, the being shattered. Right? If I'm shattered because of whatever, then he is the one that will bring back again. Right? So how come I'm still struggling? Well, I don't think we believe him. Right? I'm stuck in the past, stuck in the whatever I'm having now. I'm not able to hear the voice that's not here is what I will do with you freely. Because I loved you freely. And things escalates and things keeps, you know, changing and impacting us in a very, very, very negative way. While at the end, we're missing actually what he's saying that, hey, I, I'm here for you. Right? I will hear. See the, 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 the text also is in the future. I will hear. Right? I will hear. Because again, the people that he was talking about at one point, <laughs> the lion had devoured them. <laughs> but there is hope, no matter what I will do. I will be like the dew to Israel. Remember before he said, your love is like the morning dew that will disappear. right? But here he's saying, I will be like the dew to Israel. He shall blossom like the ladies. And you see all the glory from five, six, and seven. right? Here's what's going to happen. You are nothing. You're 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 desperate. You're lonely. You're attacked. You're whatever. You know, just come. All this depends on the first word of the chapter, which is what. Return, 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 and I'll take care of you. That's it. But the problem is, we don't want to return. We want to return and expect things right away, right now. Or want to return and expect things for my own goodness. But he doesn't say that. I was looking at why have you have you have you noticed Lebanon here has been mentioned like almost three times. Why Lebanon? I was reading reading through it, through this and it's very very amazing actually. Hmm? Beautiful place. It has some mountains and some trees and lots of of of, uh, of uh, everything. But actually, if you look at the geographical uh, position of, of Lebanon, Lebanon is on the edge of the territories of the promised land. So even if you're so far at the edge, you will become glorious. Right? It's, uh, it says, um, let me read this to you. It's a region on the edge of the territory of the 12 tribes. If Israel would turn back to Yahweh, he could provide for them abundantly, even if at or beyond the edge of what they consider their territory. Apply this to ourselves. 
I'll read it one more time. Lebanon is the region on the edge of the territory of the 12 tribes, the identity, who they are. If Israel would turn back to Yahweh, he could provide for them abundantly, even if at or beyond the edge of what they considered their territory. I think I'm at the point that I'm, I'm on the edge, like you know, there's no return for me. He cannot reach me. I'll, I'll not only reach you, but I'll make you what? Beautiful. And that's why he, he's, he's talking about this. This part, part, by the way, it's very, very, very uh, uh, parallel to, to, to one of the famous passages in the, in the Psalms. Anybody can pick this? I will, be, I will be like the dew to Israel. He shall blossom like the lily. He shall take root like the trees of Lebanon. He shoots, his shoots shall spread out. His beauty shall be the, like the olive. His fragrance like the Lebanon. What is all this? Hmm? Psalm, which, which psalm? Yes. But more and more, <laughs> more, more and more, uh, more and more, just Psalm 1. Right? Blessed is the man who is. He shall be like so and so. Let's read it. Because that's exactly what he's talking about. You see, you see the spirit of the text of the scripture again, right? Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of the sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in the season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers, and so on and so on. See the parallel? Again, come to me. Blessed is the man who does not do this and this, who is returning always to God. If you return to God, I'll make from you, I'll give you all the glory. All the glory. That's exactly what the Lord said in John, by the way. Right? When he's talking to the Father, the glory that you gave me, it will give him to them. But again, we don't believe that. Do we have the glory of the Lord? Yes, we do have the glory of Christ. It's 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 at the it's at the edge of the territory of the twelve tribes when they when they allotted their their land. <coughs> so when you look at the map, Lebanon is at the edge of the territory, which is very far from them. So he's saying it in a way that even if you are at the edge of the territory of of who you are, or you are really away from God, God will still come and make you something. Yeah. Right, right, yes, yes, yeah. He shall return and dwell beneath my shadow. Here again, my shadow, right? They shall flourish like a grain. They shall blossom like the vine. O Ephraim, what have I to do with idols? It is I who answer and look after you, right? And here it's actually after him. I am like the evergreen cypress from, the comes, from me comes your fruits. Have you ever talked and thought and questioned how can I be fruitful? Right? Here it's very, very clear. Where does the fruit come from? From God. From the Spirit, right? Remember the fruit of the Spirit. From me comes your fruit. So don't just, again, try to, 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 to figure out anything else. Right? 
And then finally, what you're asking about, uh, Juliana, whoever is wise, let him understand these things. This is again by what it says that this is the mashal, right? The, yeah, the, the idea of this is the story, this is the parable, this is the proverb, that the whole book is for that reason. Why is that for that reason? Because whoever is wise, let him understand these things. Why is here in the meaning of, of uh, actually, it's interesting because the word is hakam, which is hakim in Arabic, which is also the same word is used for whom? The doctor, exactly. It's beautiful. Because he is the healer, right? And he is the one, why the doctor is called Hakim? Why? He has a lot of knowledge, right? So the doctor in Arabic is Hakim, which is wise. So why is the doctor called wise? Because he can discern, he can find out, and he can look at you and say, your problem is so and so and so, right? So in a way here, when he says, me Hakim, whoever, you know, is 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 wise whoever is wise whoever is actually being under the work of the healers right so not just wisdom as like you know uh, uh, earthly thing or not earthly thing no it's not like that it's it's skillful you know uh, learning prudent prudent actually another word of prudence in hebrew which can be used for naked so in a way that you are naked in order to get wisdom meaning what you're, you're denying everything. You're saying that I am naked, I have nothing. That is the wisdom. When you start to say what I need to learn, right? Remember their problem is at one point they knew everything. Like, no, you don't. No, you don't, you don't know anything. If you really know, come to me, right? Come to me as the healer and then you will be. The, 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 the discernment here, uh, which is, Bayin uh, in Arabic. What is what if you also understand Arabic? What does it mean? Bayin in Hebrew. But no, uh, 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 revealing. Yes, yes. Bayin. Clarify. Yes, yes. So the, the the actual word is 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 interesting to to observe, to mark, to distinguish, to consider. You're watching. You're you're always watching. You're always. Uh, trying to figure out, like, trying to learn by what? By observing. It's very interesting. It's not just like, I know the book. No. Being discerning means you are actually continuously what? Searching. To be revealed, waiting, actually searching, right? to observe, to mark, to give heed, to consider. So this, as if he's saying that this is the actual reason of learning the mashal, learning the proverb, learning the story, learning the whole book, right? If I don't have that wisdom and have that discernment in order to keep looking, keep watching, watch everything from the morning, from the moment I open my eyes till I go to bed. Am I really have that spirit of watching, trying to find God, trying to relate things to him? We need to be practical. We need to really put our faith into practicality. How can I do that? How can I learn everything? How can I see everything and relate it to God? And what does God want to tell me? There is nothing haphazard. There is nothing like, okay, oh, I just met today and this and this and this. No, there is a reason for that. And if I don't have, this is why I'm not wise. 
Because why? I look at things and I don't discern. I don't take time to watch, to see what's behind it. We take everything so light or everything so fast or everything so rushed. And then, okay, the day is gone. Like, what have I done today? Like, I have no idea. It's so long of a day, so hectic day. Okay, what was it? What did you learn today? Well, we don't know. We don't learn. If we're not learning, we're never going to learn. <laughs> right? That's why he ends that book with this beautiful verse. Right? Because that's what this is all about. Again, he said at one point that my people destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. And here goes, whoever is wise, let him understand these things. What are these things? Whoever is discerning, let him know them. And then he goes, what? For the way of the Lord are right and the upright walk in them, Psalm 1. But transgressors stumble in them. What is he trying to say here? If you are wise, do what? Choose the right thing. It's very clear. You're wise. You have the, the way of the Lord is right and the way of the transgressors are? Which, which, at the end of the day, here's your two cents. <laughs> it's your choice. After 14 chapters. <laughs> it ends up with the same thing, like, okay, it's your choice. It's your choice. I've proved to you that I love you. i proved to you that I can chastise you. i proved to you that I have mercy. i proved to you that I am the source of every single thing. And at the end of the day, it's your choice. Be wise. Be wise and walk in the way. Why? Because then I will make you like this and this and this and this and this. I'll give you all the glory. But how about things that are happening? And how about this? And how about the person that's really annoying me? And come on. Your security is not from people. Your wealth is not from people. Your identity is not from people. Your identity is me and me alone. That's all the, 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 the story. Remember when he said that you shall see that you are my, you're no longer my Baal, you are my man. That's it. That's it. The problem is we don't want to let go of the other Baals, the other masters. Because like at the end of the day, it's your choice. Whether you choose righteousness, choose blessing or choose, remember Moses? Like I put both curse and blessing in front of you. Life and death. Choose life to live. But when you choose life to live, I'm giving you everything. I'm giving you everything. But don't forget, I can still chastise you. I can still be that lion to you. But why to bring you back? Because I know you're going to go astray. So that's why me, that's why, that's my way of showing that love to you. Yes. Yes. At one point he said, I will make you come back to your senses. Remember that? Because you lost you lost everything. You're you're crazy. <laughs> you know, you know, I am the source of everything, but you intentionally going after other people, and you you're still not hungry, not 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 you're still hungry, you're still not satisfied. 
you're eating the wind, right? So like, what kind of wisdom is that? You keep eating on the same thing. You keep struggling with the same thing. You keep trying to find your own security from the same source. Like, for how long? Just forget it. Does this contradict with our life? I don't believe so. No, because that's when actually you're more, as I, I said before, you're actually more free, right? You're more liberated. Why? Because nothing affects you anymore. When, why? Because we know who is the husband, right? So it's, it's as I was saying before, this is, it's, it's beautiful book in order to, 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 to experience that, to experience that. And no matter where we at, even we're at the edge of the territory, I'll bring you back and make you blossom and make you this and this and this and that. Just don't go astray, basically. Don't keep your mind going all over the place, right? Nowadays, we're not going astray literally, but we're going astray with our mind. Our, the mind is all over the place. And we just fall in the trap 100 times. The first thing that we, get, we, 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 we buy that, that, that thing, right? And we take it and take the thought and live with it and make, as we said before, we make movies and make stories and make things. And come on, let go, let go, let go. Why let go? Because there's no time. Because for them, they didn't listen and now it became a message for us, not for them. So why wait? Why wait? Be wise and choose life. Sorry, a little bit over, but I thought we will do that grand finale again. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I really urge you to go back to chapter 14 and pray with it. Not read it, pray with it. Pray with it. And just like, okay, this is this is what I want. Well, whatever status. Maybe I don't know how to, to return. Maybe I don't want to return. Maybe I still don't trust. What if, but what if I leave this and this and this? Don't worry. No, just, just come back. Just come back before it's late. Before it's late. And I, again, remember, by me comes your fruit. I, I love this verse. It has a very personal, actually, time with me. I'll share that with you. This <laughs> is a... It was the year before uh, before my ordination. We were in uh, Kigoma in, in, in Tanzania. I was so worried about everything. And then I read this verse. I said, like, okay, don't worry about it. Your fruit is from me, not from you. Yeah. So we're taking uh, two weeks off. Pray for us as we travel. And then we'll come back again on Friday the... Uh, what? Seventh, October seventh, October seventh. God willing. Okay. No, let's just take some time and uh, to be good to shift to take something from the New Testament. I'm sure your, your brain is fried from the Old Testament, <laughs> right? So if you have any suggestions or anything, just let me know. Shoot me a text or uh, or email or call me or something. 
Let's wait on Revelation. <laughs> in, in due time. In due time. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Um, I hope that 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 uh, that study is uh, somehow life changing. I hope so. I really pray so. That start to think of things in a different way and understanding God in a different way, who He is for us and how much love He has and how much we can trust Him. And again, as I said, you know, come back with words. You know, bring words to you, whatever that word is. <laughs> it doesn't say. You know, I can't keep going on, 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 sorry, but but he didn't say come back with words of praise, right? Just any word, just come back. Whatever is on your mind, just bring it back. Bring it back to me, let's talk. Let's talk. Okay, let's pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, our God, and dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, to praise you, glorify your name. Thank you for this. Uh, Beautiful study that you gave us. Thank you for your words. For the glory, Lord, that you want to give us, Lord. For the love, Lord, that uh, is beyond our understanding, Lord. I pray that you change the hearts, Lord, change the mind. That we can see you, Lord, and we can really trust in your, in your wisdom and trust in, in your grace and trust that you're giving us this wisdom, Lord, to choose the right choice, Lord, every single day, Lord. Allow us, Lord, to fight and to capture every thought, Lord, into captivity, Lord. Everything that stands against your knowledge, Lord, we, we take in captivity, Lord, in order to really be, Lord, uh, your one and only, your, your beautiful bride, Lord, that you want us, Lord, the bride that is without wrinkle, without blemish, that you beautify us, Lord, with your spirit all the time. Praying, Lord, for uh, those who have, uh, those who are struggling, those who do not, don't, don't know how to return back, Lord, those who don't want to return back. Those who are lost, Lord, in every single thing and don't even know, don't see the way and don't see the signs and don't see anything, Lord. But uh, your voice and your presence and your light is stronger than everything, Lord, that will bring everybody, Lord, as you said, that every knee will bow down to you. Praying for those who are struggling, for those who are under the bondage of the enemy, Lord, that you set free, Lord, everyone. Those who have no one to remember them, those who are in captivity, Lord. Bring us all, Lord, to, to that uh, glory that you want and you prepared for each one of us. Hear our prayer and supplication, prayers of all your sins, Lord, in your name, yes, we say, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, and they will be done. Give us this day our day, Lord. Give us trespasses. best. Give those who trespasses. Lead us a temptation, but deliver us. Go in peace, have a good night, and uh, see you in a couple of weeks. Thanks, everyone. Good to have you. Good to see you. Bye.